Hi, Brad. Hi, Sal. We got a big, loud power washer going on outside. Yeah, I don't think they'll be able to hear it. All right, good. We've known each other for, we've been together for about eight years. Yes. Just a little over eight years. We spent the last seven years doing some significant amount of travel. Yes. How many countries do you think we've been to? Oh, 20? Yeah, maybe more. Maybe more, yeah. Something like that. We've been busy. Yeah. We learned a lot. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right? You go, you start out, and you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. Right. You try to do the best that you can. And our circumstances have changed over the years. Yeah. Like, initially, we started out, we're like, sky's the limit. Yeah, of course, yeah. You know, yeah, you go to Cambodia, you hire a driver for four days, and, uh, you know, it's, and it's great, don't get me wrong. You know, in Peru, we use Peru for less. I mean, we did, you know. Oh, yeah, we've done some, you in particular, seem keen to take advantage of opportunities. Yeah, well, but now we also know all the tricks, not all of them by any means, but um, certainly we're much better travelers now and we can travel cheaper than any tour could get us sure and that but that i think that has to do with just being more relaxed yes that's true like understanding how much time things really take being practical about about time that's probably the main thing i mean travel it costs money but mostly it's your time and how you spend it you want to maximize whatever your opportunity is but you have to be also kind of practical about balancing that Right. If you have two weeks and you have to, you know, this is your plan for two weeks and you got to do it all right, then, yeah, you need to get some help. If, if you, right. you know, oh, yeah, we'll hang out for a couple of weeks or maybe three or four, then, it, you know, then it doesn't matter. Then time isn't the problem. You can do it much cheaper and right. so much more relaxed. 20, yeah, 20 countries. Oh, I can't imagine how many cities. Oh, you said 70 at one point in time. Yeah. So, easily. I mean, you know, obviously you're in a country. You see Rome and Matera and Venice yeah, and right. Florence and all that. So, But, you know, I remember when I first started... Well, I mean, I don't have to say first started working. I can say I can remember a few years ago, maybe 10 years ago, I'd travel for work and I'd have to drive around unknown cities. And they didn't have, like, Google Maps. Right. So I would have, because I wear glasses for distance, I would have to write out my directions for each location after a giant web search. Like, how am I going to get from place to place in huge block letters with a Sharpie on paper? <laughs> and every destination I made it to, I just have to throw those papers onto the floor to get them out of my way so I could carry on to my next destination. Because there wasn't, there were no, like, no Google Maps telling you where to go. Yeah. Things have changed. Yes, absolutely. And we're very fortunate these days to have a lot of apps. So I think we should talk about the apps that we've used that have really been helpful for us. And, you know, things change all the time. So you always have to be open. These are not written in stone. Oh, of course. Yeah. Let's talk about flights. What flight apps do you think have been the most useful for us? Uh, Skyscanner. Yeah. I've also heard... Momondo yeah. has been good. I haven't had success with it, but I've heard other people have. So. We started out using Kayak a lot. We used it for many, oh, many, right. many flights, and then it stopped working for us. Someone must have bought them or something because, you know, usually, yeah, you'd get your flight, and, and the last, like, three times we used it. I mean, 
uh, we go to book the flight. You know, yes, we're going to book the $900 reach flights. And, oh, sorry, your price has changed. It's now 4300 I mean, some ridiculous change. Right. And then you'd try to, you know, you'd cancel out and then your phone would ring. And they're going to try to negotiate with you. Like, no, you, you agreed on 900 and now right. you're trying to negotiate. So I, I haven't used them in years now. Probably three It's weird years. in this yeah. day and age because... Who falls for that? <laughs> and who talks on their phone anymore? Right, My goodness, yeah. unless it's so. your kids or your parents. Right. Like, no yeah. one's getting on the phone with a salesperson. Yeah. Okay. So. But anyway, so those are good for flights. For Skyscanner sure. worked out quite well for us. And, you know, again, these apps, who knows who owns them and how they change their policies and right. how they work. So just remember, there's probably a ton of apps out yeah. there. Uh, Rome to Rio is good to get you... So, oh, they don't have flights there. I have to take a train or something like that. And so, and they'll give you a, a, an estimate of the price. Uh, well, yeah, can, so. and actually that kind of rolls into ground transportation. I think that's really a great app because you may not know if you're trying to book a domestic flight or get a train, the name of the 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 train company or the right. bus company <laughs> or the domestic airline. Sometimes yeah. it's not that obvious and... It can be easier to use an app like Rome to Rio because you can get an estimate of what the cost is, not just in dollars, but in time. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe you they give you options like, well, you can take a flight to here and then you can take a bus to there. It's yeah. a combination trip where you're using multiple forms of transportation. Yeah. So I really like Rome to Rio. I, I think too. it's there was, pretty good. I think it was Seat 61, the man in Seat 61 was right? also another good one. I think that He's was really mostly good. for train, but I he, don't know. I think you're absolutely right. He's like 100% train as oh, far as okay. I know. Okay. And he's provided really good information. In particular, sometimes when you get to a country, you may not understand well how to how to get your ticket, what the rules are, what you have to go through to get your ticket. Yeah. So it can be confusing if you don't speak the language, how to, how to navigate all of that. And if you're an independent traveler, you don't have a travel agent you got to figure it out. It's not always easy. So those apps are very, very, very helpful. Yeah. I think we use the man in seat 61 quite a bit like in Europe for the train rides that we took yeah. just to understand what that method is like. Um, also, just don't forget to check on, on any kind of like website to understand. I heard that you have to be really careful and hungry about making sure that you have your ticket to get on to the metro. Oh, okay. We only got checked once, and it wasn't really a check. It was just a guy standing there allowing access to the escalator to get down to the tracks. And we had tickets, of course, because we would never consider. But I've heard that people get checked, and then you get in big trouble. You know, they can fine you. Oh, yeah. I've, how much is it to get on the metro? Come on, why would you... I can't imagine yeah. <laughs> why you would ever try to get around that because yeah. it has to be paid for, but... There you go. Yeah. Uh, anything else about any apps or surrounding ground transportation that you can think of that you? I used? mean, Uber. If you're in a big city, yeah. <laughs> you know, totally. Um, so we use that when we were in Cairo. So that was uh, that was good. I, and we I, used it here. Yeah. Well, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Portland. Yeah. yeah. So. To get to the airport. Yeah. Just a good, cheaper than a cab. Yeah. Way more expensive than the metro. Right. <laughs> Okay, accommodations. So we used Airbnb a lot. Yeah. And there's also Wimdu, which is, I think, is more popular in Europe. But yeah. you'd have to verify that. We use Booking.com quite a bit. 
Um, uh, Expedia, not quite as much, right. um, but I think they're very similar to Booking.com. So, or you know, pick another one that you like. I'm sure Hotels.com and all that. We go for a two or three star hotel. Yeah. Uh, try to find something that's local, and uh, it worked out great. I used TripAdvisor too when we were booking hotels. So, like, if we found something on uh, Airbnb or Booking.com or Expedia or any of the others, I would always double check on TripAdvisor just to see if there were some reviews, if there were any big heads up or red flags. Yeah. Normally, you know, you have to be, all the reviews are subject to the writer. So if someone's writing a review about accommodations and they've only written one review and it's super hostile, well, okay, take that into account. They had a bad experience and that can happen to any of us when our needs aren't met or our expectations aren't met and then... But you go into a two-star hotel expecting five-star service, you're going to be disappointed. You know. Right. Well, you know, the thing is, is that a lot of the time, the two-star hotels that are super cheap have really high reviews because the expectations are very low. Right. And so they aren't, you know, you have to take that into account, too. It's people rave, but you're still not going to get a four-star hotel <laughs> if it's a two-star hotel. I mean, look at the look at the quality rating, which is a completely different thing than satisfaction rating. Right. So. Anyway. Okay. So currency. Oh, we have an app, uh, Global Convert. Yeah. It'll convert any currency. Uh, you know, once you're on Wi-Fi, it updates all the time. Yeah. I mean, this will do, you know, miles to kilometers and, yeah. you know, weight and temperature and all kinds of stuff. But we use it mainly for currency. Yeah. So uh, it's We use it a lot. And it will work even if you if it's like it updated last night, but now you don't have Wi-Fi. It's going to be last night's currency update you know if that's a thing close enough unless you're in some you know falling economy (laughs) i don't know but yeah so it'll be good yeah i mean it makes a big difference because sometimes it's hard to understand money you have to put it in your own terms you've got to try to like figure out okay it's it's a hundred whatever and that is equal to 15 right uh wherever you're from so that's nice yeah i like doing that and it's it's uh yeah, because if you're you know if you're hitting six different countries, trying to keep up with the currency, oh that yeah. one was ten to one, this one's five to one, oh yeah. you know, so it's easy you know it's really simple to check. So. Mm, I agree that can be tough. Our yeah. translation, we don't speak the language in many countries, <laughs> and not all countries speak English. If you're from the United States of America and you're imagining, well maybe the countries that you're planning to go to, everybody does. But really, there's a lot of countries where few people speak English, and it yeah. can be really challenging to get around. Yeah, we're in South America. Um, I translate. Lots of places in Turkey, too. Yes, in Turkey. So, But you just type in, um, you know, where's the nearest restaurant, and it'll translate it. And if you... Um, you know, upgrade. It'll speak it to the person, but usually yeah. you can just show them your phone. Oh. Right, free. Yeah, and then yeah. They'll, they'll point you in a good direction. So. Yeah. So sometimes you have to. You, that does require Wi-Fi or internet connection to do the translation work. So we would, if I knew I needed something important like medication or anything else, or I was looking for something specific, I would just copy that information into uh, whatever it said into like my notepad. Yeah. And so I could show it to somebody, and they would be able to help me. Yeah. Also, well, what about connecting with people? So we left, and we traveled for lots of time, and we didn't have 
phones. We had devices. Right. But we didn't have a plan. So if they have, uh, when we started out, I had an Android. I don't remember what you had. And then halfway I through. I think I had a BlackBerry, maybe. Or maybe just the iTouch. I probably just had, yeah, my <laughs> little iTouch. Yeah, so um, I used um, WhatsApp, mm. Google's one. Um, boy, I don't remember yeah. the let me see if I can find it here. Oh, Google mm. has Hangouts. That's how Hangouts. I made phone calls. Yeah, we did Hangouts. And FaceTime. And then uh, Facebook has Messengers. Or Messenger. Um, and then FaceTime, yeah. Yeah. That was, that was a big one. Once we went to the iPhones about halfway through our 2016 trip. Yeah. Um, so, So just yeah. remember that if you're traveling and you don't have a... If you don't have an f- international phone plan, you're going to call over Wi-Fi A... The connection might not be amazing because not every place has amazing Wi-Fi. And then also remember the time difference. Patience is a virtue. Sometimes you have to plan wake them it up, up at three a.m. You're important. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't think of anything else. Those um, are pretty much the apps that we used all the time. Yeah, I mean, you have your, you know, your, you know, Air France or American or United, you know, whatever those. You know, Norwegian was a great airline too, but uh, download their app so you can watch whatever movies and. Yeah, listen, we watched like music. the entire season of Better Call Saul. Right, yeah. That was <laughs> really oh, nice. Skype. That, of course. That's, but that's, we didn't use that much, and the one time we did try to use it, it was kind of mediocre, right, for us? It didn't really. Uh, work. Yeah. Hostel World is okay. another one if you're staying in hostels. We don't typically stay in hostels, we've stayed in. Uh, a few but we always get a private room so yeah well the main thing is is we should just say these are the apps that we've used and have been reliable and that we can recommend yeah the ones that we talked about yeah basically yeah (laughs) that's a lot of information yes i just added a email sign up on my travelhaunt.com website oh so nice. I can start sending out a monthly email once I uh, get some people signed up. So go to TravelHunt.com and sign up for my monthly newsletter. Oh, I love that. Also, yeah. if you like what we're doing, go ahead and let us know. Yeah, rate us, please. Because we don't know if we're doing a good job or not until people say so. That's right. Okay. Thanks, Fred. Thanks, Al.